Hello, it's Liana Bolden with Eternally Speaking Now. The topic of healing was a focus in one of my women's Bible studies. The outcome of the study and and the time I spent preparing for it and putting it together was so powerful that it just must be shared. (laughs) It can be likened to the idea of a gift that is still out for delivery. Let's start with Matthew 8, verses 16 to 17. When evening had come, they brought to him, Jesus, many who were demon-possessed. And he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Let's review a couple things from these verses. We hear first, Jesus cast out spirits with a word. We also hear that he healed all who were sick. We also hear why he did this. To fulfill the word of God that had been spoken through the prophet Isaiah almost 700 years prior. In exactly What was it that Isaiah documented hundreds of years before Jesus walked the earth in human form? Here it is, in all its glory. Just receive this. Listen to these powerful verses in Isaiah 53, verses 4 to 5. And I'm going to read the Amplified Version because it's gloriously wordy. (laughs) I like the wordiness of the Amplified Bible. But what, what makes it wordy is... Um, That translation of the Bible puts the root words of the Greek, the original, or the Hebrew, of course, from the Old Testament, into the verses. So it's wordy, but you're going to hear descriptive words that are further explaining what specific words mean. Okay, anyway, that said, this is Isaiah 53, verses 4 to 5. This was 700 years before Jesus came on the scene, who is God in human flesh and healing people. And remember those verses we read at the beginning of this message from Matthew 8 tell us that Jesus healed people so that this word I'm going to tell you from Isaiah would be fulfilled. You guys ready? Here it goes. Surely he has borne our griefs our sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses, and carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken, smitten, and afflicted by God, as if with leprosy. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him, and by and excuse me and with the stripes that wounded him we are healed and made whole okay so i need to pause for a moment and i just want to play a little q and a with you all right all right question to whom is isaiah referring in these verses when he says surely he has borne our griefs but he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised so to whom is isaiah referring answer Jesus. 
the Lamb of God, who would come to take away the sins of the world, right? This was 700 years before Jesus walked the earth. So Isaiah is saying, he, who is it? Jesus. Jesus, who would come. But wait, the next question, what is being foretold then of Jesus? The answer is that he would take upon himself our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses, distresses, sorrows, pains, punishment, (laughs) afflictions, wounds, transgressions, bruises, guilt, and iniquities. Okay, right there in the word of God, that he would do that. Last question, for whom did Jesus do this? When Jesus died on the cross, he was buried and rose again. For whom did Jesus do that? Answer, anyone who places their trust in him, who believes he's the savior of the world, repents and receives the free gift of eternal life. Okay, but how can this be possible? I want you to follow the verb tenses. The verb in Isaiah 53, 700 years before Jesus walked the face of the earth. In case you didn't catch it, don't worry. I'll tell you. Jesus has borne our griefs. 700 years before Jesus walked the earth, he was wounded for your transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. By his stripes, we are healed. How is this possible? Jesus was wounded, was bruised, and by his stripes, we are healed. And this is all spoken 700 years before Jesus walked the earth. Are you catching this yet? Okay, if not, don't worry. I've had a lot of time to think through this. So, <laughs> To sum it up, listen, hundreds of years before the Father sent the Son to the earth to save us all from sin, Hundreds of years before that. And thousands of years before you and I ever came to be, Jesus was wounded and bruised so that we are healed. (laughs) Okay, this is called a brain twister. It's a bit of a mind blower. Yet, this is more real than reality itself. Hang in there with me. God extends himself outside time. And his reality is simply supernatural. It's otherworldly. It's awesome. Jesus walked amongst us, casting out evil and healing sicknesses so that it would be fulfilled what God ordained centuries prior, that he bore our sicknesses and by his stripes we are healed. Listen, your healing is a magnificent package. It's a free gift sent directly to you by our Heavenly Father. And there's more. There's more. Check out the Hebrew root word for our English word healed. Okay? By his stripes, you are healed. That English word healed, where does that come from? It comes from the Hebrew word rapha. And here is what rapha means. To mend by stitching. To cure to cause to heal, physician, repair, thoroughly, make whole. Jesus took upon himself all your sin. We then surrender to him as our Lord and Savior, and by his crucifixion and resurrection, we are healed, 
which means we are rafa. We are healed, mended, cured, repaired, thoroughly made whole. What a gift. And did you know that one of the Lord's titles is Jehovah Rapha? Jehovah Rapha. This name of the Lord literally means the Lord who heals you. (laughs) Because of Jehovah Rapha, who bore all our sin, we are now Rapha, bearing his very name. So I want to leave with you a challenge. 1 Peter 2, 24 echoes Isaiah 53, and this is what it says of Jesus, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. How cool is this? Listen, the verses before the crucifixion, 700 years prior, say that we are healed. You and I weren't even alive yet. The verses after Jesus died, resurrected, and ascended say that we were healed. (laughs) Jesus was that we are. Jesus did that we were. Look, there's no way around it. If you are born again and your Lord and Savior is Jesus Christ, then you have been given a big, beautiful, free gift. You are healed. It's a fact. And I believe the Holy Spirit is challenging us to align our thoughts and words with this truth. I'm going to really stretch you a little bit here, but just dare to go there with me, okay? Hang in there. Dare we no longer say, well, I'm not healed yet, or yeah, they prayed for me, but it didn't work, or I don't know, whatever, God heals other people, but not me. I've been overlooked. No longer say that. Instead, proclaim, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. May we say that even as we await seeing and feeling this reality? Listen, I'm only going to challenge you to the extent that the Lord has challenged me. And for years, he has challenged me to continue walking in greater heights and depths of his truth in all of this. (laughs) And I know at this point, you may be wondering, uh, how can we say that we're healed when we still feel the sickness and the pain in our bodies? Liana, how do we believe we're healed when the x-ray still shows an abnormal growth or the blood test comes back positive again? Believe me, I've wrestled with these questions myself, and they're worthy of being asked and answered. As long as we don't waver from the truth of God's word. After all, he is the one who created our bodies, right? He is the one who granted our healing. Throughout my life in Christ, I've experienced what seems to be every scenario when it comes to healing. Some healing has manifested immediately in my body. Some has appeared gradually, and as of this message right now, some evidence of healing has yet to be revealed in my body. Some of you listening now, along with I who am speaking, are currently struggling through the difficult diagnosis of someone dear to us, a loved one, even one who's passionate about Jesus and following the Lord. 
Others of you may be mourning the recent death of a loved one after having believed wholeheartedly in their complete and revealed healing. I get it. I do. How do we reconcile this? Well, I realize life is complex and messy. I'm not intending to ignore that. There are many other scriptures on healing beyond what I'm sharing today. I pray the Holy Spirit speaks comfort and encouragement in the exact personal way that each of us needs to hear it today. But in the midst of the mystery, it's so important to stick to the truth, the Word of God as our compass, while keeping at the forefront of our minds the supernatural, otherworldly, awesome nature of God's reality. Remember, Isaiah 55 says, His ways and His thoughts are higher than ours, as high as the heavens are above the earth. So are his ways above ours. That's huge. And God's economy is one of faith, not sight. I realize this can be hard for us to wrap our heads around, but the Lord has described for us what faith is. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. Listen, if you don't need to hope for something anymore and you can see the evidence of it, you don't need faith. Inherent to having faith is it being directed towards something unseen. (laughs) Look, we believe by faith that we're saved, right? Then we shall believe by faith we're healed. This is the word of God. Yes? Ephesians 2, 8-9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. I'd like to share something with you that one of the women in our Bible study said after this teaching. Um, She said it this way, I heard a good analogy for when we wait for healing to manifest. It's like buying something on Amazon. You buy it, you see that it's shipped, and you're waiting expectantly for it to arrive. (laughs) Isn't that marvelous? How many times have we put an item in our online cart, clicked the order button, paid with our card on file or some other form of payment, and then we waited for days until our package arrived? Oh, we know it's fully paid for. Oh, we know we own it. We know it's ours. We're assured of this without even thinking, even though the box has yet to appear on our doorstep. Did you know this principle is in the scriptures as well? Daniel 10 documents how Daniel himself fasted and prayed for 21 days. On day 21, he prayed and prayed and prayed, okay? On day 21, an angel came to him and said that his prayers had been heard from day one. And his prayers had been granted from day one, but the delivery of the answer was held up because why? The fierce spiritual battle between forces of evil and good. Wow. I wonder what kind of spiritual battle is taking place right now as you ask, for the manifestation of the healing you know you have in Christ. Whether your wait has been days, weeks, or years, 
please don't stop believing and praying the word of God. The spiritual battle is real. It's fierce. And we're right in the middle of it. Ephesians 6 explains that further if you'd like to look at that. As with your salvation, your healing is a gift to you, dear believer. Not only that, it's free. Oh, it was definitely purchased. It's been paid for in full by Jesus who paid the highest price. All the more reason to take it and receive it. It may be in transit, but it's signed, sealed, and out for delivery. So expect it. Look for it. Believe it. It's a free gift, and it's yours.